a very warm welcome and a good day to you indeed this is the international service of adventist world radio in english from pune today in our program we bring music from the jody melashenko 5 and heritage singers a story for children on jackfruit a thought for the day comes to you from god's word on the topic when god is silent I'm Gladys. I'm Sharad. And you're listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. See, I may face a dark storm of trouble Then have to sail through a tempest so rough may have to climb a mountain of sorrow it's coming if i live long enough but there's something ahead that keeps me from dreading the sadness i'll face here below you see the stage is prepared and soon the curtain will open to a city where i long to go I could steal the excitement of this that'll soon come to pass. You see these burdens down here, at times they're so heavy, but it's written, they will not last. For soon they will be overpowered by a trumpet, announcing it's time to move on. to a place that's prepared for those who've made it ready for a meeting with almighty god a song by Jerdy Melashenko 5 on Adventist World Radio and now here's a story for children on jackfruit told by our friend Diamond hello everyone today our story is from Bangladesh Asif Sheikh was a big cloth merchant he had made a lot of money 
he traded with other countries as well. Sometimes he used to visit those countries. Asif Sheikh had a son called Khurram. His son used to help his father in business. Once Asif Sheikh said to his son, "We've got a big order from Bangladesh. You must go there with the goods." Khurram had never traveled to another country. His father's order for him to go to Bangladesh pleased him. He at once started making preparations. The next day, Khurram departed for Bangladesh with the ordered goods. In Bangladesh, he put up in a hotel. After dumping goods in his room, Khurram went out to see the bazaar. He saw a strange fruit being sold on a roadside. He had never seen such a big fruit before. He went to the fruit seller and picked up the fruit. To his surprise, he found that the thorny fruit was very heavy. Khurram asked, "Brother, what do you call it?" The fruit seller said, laughing, "Sir, it is called jackfruit." Khurram smelled it. He liked the smell of the jackfruit. The fruit with such sweet smell has got to be delicious, he thought. He imagined that the fruit must be costly. He inquired, "Brother, what is its price?" The fruit seller replied, "Ten takas." Khurram could not believe it. It was very cheap. Ten takas of Bangladesh money was a little amount. He thought that the fruit seller had made a mistake. He quickly took out ten takas and bought the fruit. Khurram went straight to his room with the jackfruit. He cut it with a knife and began eating it. He liked the taste of the jackfruit and ate away half of it. The jackfruit had made his hands and his mouth very sticky with its resin-like juice. He went to the water tap to wash up. He didn't know that the jackfruit juice does not wash off with water. As Khurram tried to wash with soap, it became more sticky. He saw some juice on his clothes too. He tried to rub it off with a napkin. but the napkin got stuck to his clothes khurram didn't know what to do he was alone in a foreign country and a bit frightened then khurram decided to ask the manager or a waiter for help as he came out of his room the first person he met laughed at him then khurram could not gather courage to ask anyone else he slipped out of the hotel in confusion Outside the wind was blowing the dry leaves and papers flew up and stuck to his clothes his mustache had a plastered look more things dust and straw were getting blown up and were sticking to khurram all over he looked like a strange scarecrow whichever way he looked the people laughed at him some people followed him taking him for a crazy man khurram didn't know what to do He blindly ran into a shop to hide in a corner. It happened to be a jeweler's shop. A heap of jewelry items were lying on a table, which had been taken out of the showcases to be shown to customers. Khurram stumbled against the table, and some jewelry stuck to his clothes. When he tried to hide himself, the shop owner saw him. He screamed, "Thief! Thief!" The workers of the shop nabbed Khurram. a crowd gathered there the police was informed khurram pleaded innocence but no one believed him because of the jewelry sticking to his clothes he was handed over to the police 
Kuram narrated to the police the story of his eating jackfruit in detail. The inspector laughed and said, Why did you eat the jackfruit when you have no knowledge of how to eat it? Anyway, tell us, which trader do you have business with here? Kuram was taken to his customer trader. The trader refused to recognize him because of his strange condition. Then Kuram told him about his father and the ordered goods he had brought for the trader. The trader now identified him and said to the inspector, Officer, he is what he claims to be, of course. My dear boy, please let him off. He is a victim of circumstances. Kuram pleaded, Please, first help me get rid of this sticky thing. The trader gave Kuram a new dress, got him cleaned out of the jackfruit mess, and gave him the honoured guest treatment with a piece of advice. Son, you must have some knowledge about new things you are going to try. Thank you, Diamond, for a nice story. You are listening to The Voice of Hope from Pune, India. For more information about our program, do write to us. Here's our mailing address. Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune, 411001, Maharashtra, India. Here are the heritage singers with a song, Jesus is My Music.
Next on our program is a message from God's word on the topic when God is silent presented by Pastor John Prasad Rao Dear listener it may be that many times your very aloneness means you are high on God's mountain shall we pray Our Father which art in heaven we at this time commit ourselves into your hands as we meditate upon your word we would lend our ears speak to us into your holy presence because we pray it in jesus name amen this is my infirmity but i will remember the years of the right hand of the most high this verse is found in psalm 77 verse 10 it often happens that the early years of our christian experience overflow with blessings we have found the mountain we have begun the ascent each upward step brings us wider and more breath catching panoramas the burden of our sin has been taken away we have power to resist our sinfulness a new nature god's own spirit of love has been created within us we study the bible we pray we believe willingly lovingly eagerly we are obedient to the spiritual light that god has given the windows of heaven are open material comforts are multiplied physical pleasures shower upon us we are overjoyed this is wonderful how good god is then mysteriously the tide turns somewhere somehow something goes wrong or it seems to the abundance withers away our personal affairs warp and splinter ruinously outrageous reversals of fortune diminish us misunderstanding wounds us cruelly injustice makes exorbitant levies upon us we are in shock bewildered speechless of course we do something about it quickly emphatically earnestly we search our hearts and find nothing we pray but the wires to heaven are down no one answers no one hears we beseech we implore what more can we do there is no response the heavens are brass it is an unbelievable and totally unexpected development apparently god no longer cares we wonder if he 
even knows. It is as though he has hidden himself or gone on a journey or is taking a nap. Heaven is silent to our supplications, unmoved by our tears, untouched by our extremity. Doubt assails us. Fear takes hold upon us. Discouragement outflanks us. Were we wrong after all? Is all this talk about God and truth, sin and salvation only a story, a game? Is there no reward for right doing, now or ever? Or punishment for wrongdoing? In this crisis moment, the tempter brings every weapon to bear against us, hoping to break our hold upon God. Why should God seem so near and real and concerned one day, so vague and far away and unconcerned the next? Do our daily fortunes really matter to Him? Is He fair? Is He able? Surprisingly, there is nothing new or unusual about this sequence of events. Pity the tree that is never tested by the wind. Sooner or later, every heir of the kingdom comes to a day when God is silent, unpleasant, perhaps, yet necessary and beneficial. At best, perverse circumstances constitute a bitter cup. Scant is the joy of a head-on confrontation with adversity. Fear, perplexity and anxiety are never companionable. Delay is always trying. To be ignored or forgotten is depressing. When this is our lot and these our fellow travelers, let us pitch our tents and take heart. It was at the backside of the desert that Moses met God. Such was Abraham's trek to Moriah. Such was Jacob's night of wrestling with the angel of the covenant. Such was no seven days of waiting inside the ark. However long or difficult the ordeal, let us never turn back. When such days come, Look away from the things that can be seen. Attend to the things that cannot be seen, the spiritual things, the eternal realities. Remember the promises. Think back to the miracles of years now gone. The times when God led, evidently and triumphantly. Recall the years of the right hand of the Most High. To every child of God it is given not only to experience the power of the resurrection, but also to fellowship in the sufferings of the man of sorrows. Of all the gifts that heaven can bestow, none is a more weighty trust or carries a higher honor. The greatest suffering that Jesus endured was the apparent withdrawal of his Father's presence in Gethsemane and on the cross. When you come to the days of silence, never forget that your very aloneness means you are high on God's mountain. 
to the called and faithful the cloudless sky and the silent voice are never what they seem god hears all that we say always he knows all about us always though we may be unaware of his presence he is by our side always more than 10000 mothers he cares constantly he watches longingly he hopes wisely he waits with the skill of high craftsmanship he tends the fire it is not for us to choose the pattern or to direct the hammer it is for us to learn and to perfect patience faith and obedience this whole experience is something that god does for only a favored few and when the furnace has cooled how excellent is his handiwork then for us will be joy and honor and for him joy and glory through the unnumbered ages which await our coming let us pray loving heavenly father we want to thank you for the meditation that has come to us make us live according to this meditation today because we ask it in jesus name amen you heard the word of god from pastor john prasad rao on adventist world radio we trust you have been blessed with our program today the scripture says set your mind on things above not on things on the earth colossians 3:2 Those who fix their eyes on heaven will not be distracted by the things of earth. Before we give you our address, here's another song by heritage singers entitled We Are the Reason. As little children, we would dream of Christmas morning. And all the gifts and toys we knew we'd find but we never realized a baby born one blessed night gave us the greatest gift of our lives we are the
With this song, we come to the end of our program. Here's a mailing address for the ones who wish to know more on God's word. Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number Seventeen, Pune, Four One One Zero Zero One, Maharashtra, India. That is Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number Seventeen, Pune, Four One One Zero Zero One, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on amc3 at vsnl. dot com. That's amc3 at vsnl. dot com. I'm Sharad, and I'm Gladys. Signing out from Adventist World Radio. Remember to join us again. Until then, we wish you goodbye and God bless you. 